Hey guys, if you're looking to start a podcast and you've had an idea rattling around in the back of your head for a long time but don't know how to go about doing it, make sure to head on over to buzzsprout.com. Uh, there's going to be a link in the show notes of this episode. Follow that link, head on over to their site, create yourself an account, and get yourself on the air. It's that easy. They have all kinds of YouTube videos, blog posts, all kinds of that stuff to help you get started and get up and running. Uh, it can't be any easier. They have great monetization. You can start out with a free account, and if you enjoy yourself and like how everything's going, you can upgrade seamlessly to different accounts to get yourself more airtime and whatnot. They get you on all the major hosting pl- platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, anything you can think of, they can pretty well get you on there. So follow the link in the show notes, head on over there, and get yourself on the air. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Arrow. I am your host, Paul Clinton. Uh, today's episode, I think we're just going to talk a little bit about the bear hunt I went on yesterday. Uh, we were unsuccessful, but it was still a pretty sweet experience. And I really don't have much else, but I wanted to touch base anyway. And I know I was just messing around on the computer earlier today, and I actually found a lot of stuff. I found coming across the MNR charge site. Uh, I don't know if that's what you want to call it or not, but basically the website where they post all the charges that have gone on here in Ontario. Uh, it's the Ministry of Natural Resources website, so they just post everything that, all the charges and fines that have been laid over the last couple of months anyway. Uh, so there was a few big ones. There was a dude, I'm not going to go into any details because it's all, it's all public knowledge, but I don't really want to go into the complete details of it but there was this, i think seven or something people charged in one case where a dude was illegally guiding bear hunts so i guess if you're a non-resident in ontario you need to hunt with a guiding service so this dude had some ring set up <clears throat> wasn't legit got a lot of people in a lot of trouble uh i know there was a fine for hunting within 400 meters of a dump and all kinds of crazy stuff like that uh there was another one where some dude tried to hide a bull moose from the ministry uh one guy was part of a moose party i think this happened back in 2018 he was hunting with a party for some moose but they only had a cow tag and the illegal hunter to begin with shot a bull I don't know if he didn't know what he was looking at or what the deal was, but they all got together and thought the best thing to do was try and get rid of it and drag it off to a remote location where they couldn't find it. And sure enough, the MNR did come back and find it with the help of the public. And they ended up tracking these guys down, did their whole investigation, and they charged three guys, I think it was, seven-year hunting license suspension. I think there was like $17,000 worth of fines between the three of them. So there is some pretty major cases going on here in Ontario still and some pretty hefty fines being laid out. Uh, So always make sure you read your regs books. Know what you're doing before you head out into the woods. You need to make sure on what you are pursuing and what you are allowed to legally take um it's one big thing that you don't want to be getting in trouble for uh, it makes you look bad it makes the rest of the hunting community look bad and you could end up with some pretty steep fines which 
I'm sure no one wants or can afford. Uh, especially with COVID and a lot of people being out of work and whatnot. So just always keep in mind what you're doing. Don't be a fool while you're out in the woods. Uh, you make the rest of this hunting make the rest of the hunting community look bad, and we don't want that. We have a hard enough time with a lot of things as it is. So we all got to stick together and help each other out and make sure we're setting a good example for what it is that we're trying to do and make sure that we don't start having stuff taken away from us uh but yeah that's my little rant about that i thought it was pretty interesting when i first came across that this morning uh, maybe that's something i'll start doing is looking into more kind of stuff like that and bring some major news stories and <clears throat> fines and charges and stuff to the podcast and i know a lot of people may not have the time or the energy to want to look for that kind of stuff so if i can bring it to one location just give you a brief detail of what's going on and what's happening and then i think that might work out a bit so that's something i'll look into for sure uh, i have been in talks with some guests to have on the show i'm still just trying to figure out the logistics of that and the kind of stuff that i need i'm not a very technically sound person for technology uh computers and all that kind of crazy stuff so I am working on that. I have some people lined up already. Just got to figure out how I can make it work. Get everything recorded and get it uploaded and out for you guys to listen to. So pay attention, or don't pay attention, but check back in for that stuff in the coming weeks. Uh, but for today's story, uh, it's not really a story. I just uh, went out hunting yesterday. So it was my first fall hunt, my first bear hunt of the year. Our season opened up back on Tuesday, September 8th in my area, but I could not make it out till Saturday, September 12th, due to work and family commitments and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. I had the the girlfriend came out for her first hunt. Uh, she got her hunting license and everything this off season. She wanted to get into it with me, so we got her all geared up. Got her a new crossbow. She's been practicing a ton. Um, I'm not a crossbow guy. I'm definitely a compound guy. I love my compound bow. But for her, we just figured the easiest, get her in on a crossbow. Get her shooting, get her in. Get her familiar with the outdoors, and she seemed to have loved it. So if you want to follow her, she also started an Instagram account, I think, to try and spite me a little, but to have some fun with too. So if you head on over to Instagram, the Huntress Journal underscore Ontario, that is her. She's already posted some pretty cool stuff. She's a lot better at this social media stuff than I am, but I am learning and I am trying. So head on over, give her a follow. While you're there, make sure you follow me at Foresight Outdoors. Uh, it's going to be some pretty cool journeys this year. But back to yesterday's hunt, we got up there. We had already went up and we set her up a ground blind on uh, a little bait pile for some bears. Um, I told you at the end of last week that I didn't hear the end of it that she had deer and bucks on her trail camera up there and I did not so we checked the cameras again uh, she had a sow and two cubs on her camera and again my camera was empty um, I'm going with my camera malfunctions and was not doing its job so I brought it in I replaced it I put a new camera out there but anyway so I can try and get that live that little episode down where she is better than I am already because she's got deer on her cameras. That is not the case, let me tell you. 
Anyway, so we got her up. We got her in her ground blind. Uh, she had a four-hour sit yesterday afternoon. Uh, I headed over to my spot, got up my tree stand. I also sat for four hours. She made the whole afternoon sit, which was great. She didn't send me a text and say, hey, I'm heading back in, catch you later type deal. She made the sit. It was fantastic. She came back. She loved every minute of it. Neither one of us were successful, but I did get to hang out in my tree stand and watch a doe and a fawn for, I'd say, a good 15 minutes. Uh, I did take a little video I'll throw up on Instagram. Uh, for everyone to check out later on uh, but it was nice just getting back out in the woods for the first time this fall uh, I haven't been out in the woods since turkey season really to actually sit and enjoy it I've gone out to do some work obviously and get things set up but to actually sit and enjoy nature again it was pretty spectacular uh, I loved every minute of it we were supposed to stay and go out again this morning but the weather was just calling for thunderstorms all morning and neither one of us really wanted any part in that if it was just some rain heck yeah i would have stayed out there but thunder and lightning i'm not going to go mess around sitting around in a tree i'm just going to call it a weekend and head back home i'm going to try and get out again this week through the week after work but we will see how my schedule works out and if i can get permission to go and have a weekend off or a night off i guess by myself but if not, we're heading back up next weekend for sure. Uh, I'm going to aiming for a full day sit on Saturday, which would be pretty awesome. I haven't had a full day sit in a long time, so definitely excited to get out and try that. So make sure you keep following along with the podcast, Instagram. I'm hoping to get some video, uh, bring my camera out with me next time, get some video, try and make some videos for YouTube. I did start a YouTube channel at Foresight Outdoors as well. But I have not been really good with taking videos and all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping to improve that. But the podcast is really starting to kick off. Um, I'm really enjoying doing the podcast. So make sure you stick around and keep following along. Hit subscribe. Nice five-star rating. Any uh, feedback or anything like that that you want to share would be awesome as well. To help me improve and make everyone's listening experience a better time so if you have feedback don't be scared to send me a message on instagram send me a message wherever you follow the podcast but always make sure to leave that five-star review so i can keep growing all right and for shits and giggles i pulled back up this mnr website that i was talking about earlier with all the charges and stuff and i just found a wild one uh the title the title on it is five people convicted for trafficking black bear paws and gallbladders to Toronto. That is wild. Uh, I've never heard of people actually... You hear the rumors that people like to do this and that there's a lot of money in the gallbladders or whatever the heck the story is there, but to actually find an article where people have been doing it here in Toronto, that's pretty wild. Um, I don't think you really just want me to read the article to you, so I'll just give you the gist of it and what I've found through it. So it's not that detailed of an article. Basically, five people have been charged. Four of them from Saskatchewan and one from Toronto. Uh, they were smuggling the gallbladders and bear paws into Toronto, where the paws were being used for soups and the fats were being used for skin creams and that kind of stuff. And the gallbladders are believed by some to have healing powers. Or properties so that's what they were using those for 
it was a two-year investigation apparently between the two provinces and they're glad to have it done wrapped up and charges laid uh, it doesn't give me a detail on the actual charges though uh, and that was posted in February of this year so they've actually got that down and those people arrested and charged with whatever they needed uh, there's another one here. It's attempt to deceive conservation officers. So it's all kinds of cool things like that. If you want me to go into this stuff and actually break these stories down for you guys and do episodes on that or have that as a portion of the episode, feel free to let me know and uh, we can make that work for sure. Uh, I just figured I'd go through these real, go through some of them real quick, just to kind of fill in some more time to give you guys a decently length podcast to listen to so it's just not super short and sweet i know the bear hunting story wasn't that impressive because we weren't successful oh but one part i did leave out about that maybe i don't remember now was uh the doe and the fawn that i got to watch took them about 15 minutes to bust me um i had the wind shift a bit while i was in the stand um my stand's in some pretty dense forest, so I think the wind just swirled within the trees and blew it the wrong way there for one minute, and uh, they busted me and took off, but it was a pretty cool experience just sitting and watching them. Gave me a little bit of excitement for my four hours that I was sitting there with nothing else going on besides the squirrels and whatnot, but I'm pretty sure that's all I have for you guys today. Um, so it's so short and sweet hopefully the stories get better as the season goes on and we get some more action going i'm super excited for deer season to start in october um that should be fun uh, the end of bear season i'm excited for that hopefully get a bear in the freezer this year and i'm excited to watch my girlfriend grow and enjoy the woods and get out more and it's always rewarding when you get to take someone new out and get to watch them watch and learn from their experiences because you'll never stop learning no matter how long you do this you're always going to learn something so it's pretty sweet to watch her grow and learn and the excitement in her face is phenomenal um it's just yeah it's sweet so if you get the chance make sure you always if you got someone asking for you to take them out and you just think it's a giant waste of time never step over that opportunity always take that opportunity always jump on board and uh get them out there there's nothing that nothing more rewarding than getting more people out in the woods growing our sport the more people we can have on our side the better uh there's so many anti-hunters and animal rights people out there that are trying to take us down so we did have the one win this year with the cormorant hunt which I've been seeing a lot of people saying they're not going to take part of because of when it falls. Uh, no one really wants to waste a good hunting day on something you can go out and goose hunt or whatever. Other animals you're after that you can actually eat. They don't want to lose a day doing that to go chase cormorants that no one wants to eat and that you can just dispose of. So a lot of people don't really want to take part in that, which is starting to believe that's why the anti-hunters and animals activist groups were okay with the time because they kind of figured that none of us are going to give up quality hunting days to go do that but a lot of people are still saying if they're out in a duck blind and they get cormorants coming by they're just they're they will take them but they're not going to go out and target them and 
not do a proper duck hunt so again thank you for listening uh make sure you subscribe to this podcast leave a five-star rating if you can share it with your friends and family and whoever and yeah give me all your feedback even if you got some wild hunting stories and you want to be a guest once i get that up and going make sure you hit me up on instagram or in a comment section somewhere or even email me foresightoutdoors at gmail.com and we will get you on we'll get those cool stories heard um yeah so thanks again for tuning in and i'll have another episode up for you guys next week have a good week